With the Jalen Hurts contract, how will this affect Lamar Jackson in Baltimore? Hello, guys, and welcome to Pack the Bank Podcast. What is attempting to be the greatest uh, sports podcast on YouTube right now. Uh, we, we appreciate all the love, all the likes, all the comments, and all the subscribers that we've got right now just recently. Um, so we're glad to have you guys aboard. Um, but let's jump right into it, man. We're going to do start talk with, talk about some NFL news. Of course, do Packers Corner. Um, we're going to do some safety rankings. Finally, that's going to be rough because that, yeah. that's a, it's a thin list, but I got five in there. And then uh, we're going to end with a Panthers mock draft. Um, next Wednesday, we're going to come on and try to do one last 32-team mock draft just to get one last one out before the actual draft. And do not forget, next Thursday, we will be on live YouTube on YouTube Live watching not of course not showing you the draft but reacting to the draft so come hang out with us man let's chat let's have a good old time um we're we're down a band tonight so yeah it kind of sucks uh cody we we miss you bud we hope you get back hope you have safe travels this weekend and uh you know we'll see you soon so let's jump right into the nfl news real quick all right so Tua had the Dolphins, of course, are having their practices and stuff going on right now that every team's having workouts and all that. They had some, they had some interviews with uh, the players, and they had one with Tua, and apparently he said that for a time he considered retiring. Uh, it would be hard for him to walk away from this game. Uh, he feels like this was, I feel like this is what's best for me and my family. Um, so, you know, I, I'm cool with it. You know, I think when he's healthy, he's a really good quarterback. But I think if there's another one to two concussions, I think it's, you know, whether you're young or not, just hang it up, dude. It's not worth your life. It's not worth the future of what's going to happen to you in the future, you know, based off you just wanting to play. And, I I mean, I get it, but it's the same thing Luke Keekley went through. Yep, I agree, Uh, especially if he has a season like he had last season where he had those two really, really bad ones where, like, his you know the hands were sticking up in front of his face with his fingers, fingers are all curled. Game, right? Yep, I think so. Yeah. If if that happens again, you know you can love the game all you want to, but the game at this point doesn't love you back. You got to look out for you. You are. I mean, he invested his money wisely. I hope it seems like he did. Um, so you know, just hope he can stay healthy. Because when he, like you said, when he is healthy, he's a really good quarterback. But you know, you just got to stay healthy. Praying for him. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. I agree with you. The Pittsburgh Steelers have traded uh, a seventh-round pick, which is pick number 234, to the Los Angeles Rams uh, for uh, a seventh-rounder, pick number 251, and wide receiver Allen Robinson. Rams will pay $10.25 million of Robinson's salary. Steelers pay remaining $5 million. Robinson is scheduled to be in Pittsburgh for a physical on Wednesday, which uh, he did pass. So he is now officially a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, I don't think Allen Robinson is that awful of a, of a wide receiver, so I think a change of scenery may help him a little bit. Uh, that Pittsburgh Steelers team is looking very nice. Definitely the offense. I do like the offense. Uh, I think one more receiver probably wouldn't hurt to go with Pickens and Robinson. Uh, maybe in the later rounds of this upcoming draft, but uh, but yeah, I, I like this move. Yeah, good move. I mean, it's cheap. You can get a receiver that has had good seasons. Has he had one recently? No. But if you can get him back to what he was, then you're gonna be living because you only you didn't really give up anything, really, because you got a seventh round pick back anyways. So no risk. I mean, low-risk, high-reward. Okay, uh, so this is to talk about the S2 test that happened with all the quarterbacks or all the – I don't know if it's just quarterbacks or if it's, like, just the first-round draft picks or how this works, if it's just everybody. I don't know how this works. I think everybody takes it but whenever they're a prospect. But I don't know how long they've been doing it. But I know they keep saying for, like, the last, like, seven years – Everyone who's had like a low score hasn't been good or something like that. Well, I know that Miles Sanders said that he didn't do it, and he's 
he's like 26. So it's, it's recent because, I mean, he hasn't been in the league but so long. So, um, so but anyway, yeah. So Bryce Young reportedly posted a 98 out of a 99 on the S2 test, a test that is designed to showcase processing abilities. Young's score was higher than that of Justin Fields, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. Will Levis reportedly put up a 93 on the same test, which is similar. <laughs> oh God, which is similar to Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. Anthony Richardson reportedly scored brilliantly. It's it's crazy that they say brilliantly, but doesn't post what he, yeah, what he you know what he made yeah. on the test. While it, while an exact score has not yet been revealed, oh, never mind. Take that back. Um, and CJ Stroud reportedly scored relatively low compared to that of all the other QBs. I think it it's I saw, hard, man. I saw I think a rumor it, about AR's one, and I saw, I don't know why, but somebody was saying he got like a ninety-five or something. So he would have scored higher than Will. Yeah. Again, hmm. rumored, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, but you know, I saw somebody say that. But again, brilliantly high. And to, I know you're gonna. Sorry to cut you off, but like the CJ Stroud thing. I think I said it a few weeks ago. But a guy who like reported that it was low. Some dude in the comments was like, "So these two dudes got like 70s, but they're still good quarterbacks." And he was like, "Those two scores that were in the 70s were not like." low scores mm. so I don't know if it's literally like a thing of this dude just did really bad on it or if it's like okay he maybe he got like a 70 something but because these other three got 90s it just makes it look 10 times worse than it actually is mm. I don't know man I, and with there being rumors that, that CJ is not even being considered in the top 5 no more and that the Houston's not even high on any QBs, and you know what's crazy though is it's like it's it's all coming out now that Houston's not high on a QB because they know they're probably not getting Bryce Young. Yep. So it's like, is Carolina still kind of baiting with Bryce Young to see to the last minute? Like maybe they do like Bryce Young, but maybe they're waiting to the last minute for Houston to be like, we'll send you two and twelve and this and that and this and that. It because then it's like you know, so why not? And then they go draft Anthony Richardson at two or CJ Stroud at two. I'm just saying, like maybe they are. At, at this point, I've kind of bought into the Bryce Young hype. So I'm really hoping we take Bryce Young, but I I don't know, man. I, I mean, yeah, it, I, yeah. it just to me right now, I think they're do again. I I saw I put like a tweet in our chat earlier. It was like if if they pull this off where they pick somebody else or they make a trade happen, this is one of the best disinformation things we've ever seen. At least, oh, we're, Scott, we're, at least we're, we're gonna Bitter. we're gonna get into all that when we get to uh, Panthers Corner. Don't worry. Sorry, I jumped. Because we are definitely no, you're good. Because we are definitely gonna talk about the goat Scott Fit. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that's 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 for the S two test. Um, the Cowboys have picked up the fifth-year option on CD Lamb. That's not a surprise. It's actually broke as I was fixing the edits and stuff, so this was pretty much good timing. Of course, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have reached an agreement on a five-year, $255 million extension, including a $179.304 million guaranteed. Uh, Hurts become the highest-paid player in NFL history in a deal negotiated by Nicole Lynn of Clutch Sports Group and Eagles GM Howie Roseman. Uh, question to you now, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. How does this affect Lamar Jackson in any way? If it, I think it, I mean, if it has a slight implication on what is going on with Lamar, it may allow Lamar to get like 45 like he wanted, or I don't know how much he wanted, but let's say he wanted 45. Well, now he can sit there and be like, all right, cool. I can still get 45. I'm not going to be the pay, the highest-paid quarterback because Jalen's getting what? Was it like 50? 51. 51. Yeah, 51. I did the math the other day, yeah. 51. So 51 a year. Okay, now maybe Lamar can still get in that 40 range with a lot more guaranteed and not be the highest-paid quarterback. That's maybe. my thing. Is this like, what if – that's my thing. Like, why – I get that you want a lot of guaranteed. That's fine, though. Why don't you take a – 
like take a $38 million a year contract, but get like an, a butt ton of it guaranteed. Right before I, we started this, uh, the Buffalo Bills and their kicker, Tyler Bass, have agreed to a four-year, $21 million contract with 12.3 guaranteed. You know, just some fun little kicker news because kickers are people too. Oh, breaking news. So, uh, Steve Smith is going inter- is interviewing uh, Bryce Young. Like right now? Uh, no, nah, I think he has a YouTube video that's coming out tomorrow. I'll be watching that at work. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be great, dude. All right, See, so after about the top two for me, it kind of just, like, falls into a pit of just what. So real quick, uh, Jordan Battle, uh, dude's got high IQ. He's a physical tackler, and he's a very versatile defensive back. Uh, I think he's going to translate very well in the NFL. just depends on his scheme, uh, in my opinion, where he goes. The things I don't like, uh, his man-to-man coverage is, is kind of poor, and his consistency as a tackler, where he is very physical, he has to actually make the tackle. That's the issue is that he's kind of – he's one of those where he he's less of a wrap-up, more of a blow-you-up. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd rather, he'd rather punch you in the mouth than just get the tackle. Yeah. So – that's that's kind of hurts Jordan Battle. So I, I expect Jordan Battle to probably be a day two prospect. In all honesty, um, uh, J. L. Skinner, Mister Boise State. It's I I don't think I've ever talked about a Boise State prospect ever. To be honest with you, um, it's rare. So uh, his height, his weight, and his athleticism. Dude, six four, two hundred nine. That's a big safety. Yes. Um, he has he has great motor skills and he's extremely physical. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now, all these guys are very physical, so that's that's a pro for all of them that I got wrote down here. Um, his change of direction is is kind of mid. Uh, his man coverage value um, isn't isn't all that great, and um, I, I have a feeling that he's gonna be more of a scheme slash role specific type safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where JL goes. I think the bottom three, uh, Jordan, JL, and Jamie, are all going to be day two prospects. Probably JL might fall to day three, but I doubt it. I think he's be a late, a later day two, probably round three prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Battle and Robinson will probably go in the second round, and so will Antonio. And then I think, of course, Brian will probably go first. Maybe he could fall. Um, yep. So with Jamie Robinson out of Florida State, uh, he has a high he has high motor skills. He's extremely versatile, and he's a very productive tackler. Dude, he's he's a great tackler. I mean, seriously, he's, it's rare that he misses tackles. Um, uh, his ball production isn't all that great. Uh, his range in the deeper positions of the field is kind of poor. So I don't know if he just he loses sight of the ball where the ball's going, or just you know gets tripped up in the backfield or something. I don't know what it is, but in in, in the deeper part of the field, he kind of just it's like he just doesn't know what he's doing, where he's going. Um, next, Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M. His size and versatility. He's a 6'2", 198 pound big safety. Um, I guess a pretty all these safeties are actually a decent size. I think. <clears throat> um, Antonio Johnson's processing skills are great. He is uh, his physicality and his tackling ability is top notch. Uh, probably one of the best tacklers, safeties coming out tackle tackling wise. Um, he has one of the best tackling skills, I should say. Sorry, as one of the best tacklers coming out. So he's got high hips that lead lead to challenges when transitioning and breaking down. We talked about this what a corner last week. I can't remember who it was on top of my head. But with the high hips, man, definitely as a, as a DB, high hips will kill you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so his ball skills are, are a, a, you know, they're okay. They're not, they're not top notch. And uh, a big question a lot of people have asked is, does he have a true position on the field? So with that question, you know, I'm wondering, is he gonna gonna be more kind of like a Jeremy Chin type safety, where maybe he is good at the safety, but he's better maybe in the box. Or just the Joker role where he could be, you know, a blitzing edge, then back up to a linebacker, then could also play safety when needed. So that, that'll be interesting. Um, and then to end it with Brian Branch, uh, his IQ is high, 
That's a that's an Alabama thing, dude. You don't come out of Bama without having a high IQ. <laughs> He's a high-level run defender. This dude, Brian Branch, is top-notch run defender, dude. It's amazing. Well, I love seeing a safety that doesn't mind sticking his nose in the in the running back's face. You know what I'm saying? So I love a good a good hitting safety. Um, yep. He's a very versatile defender. His ball production is mid, and uh, again with all the with the rest of these other safeties, just about all of them, man. Their man-to-man coverage this year just isn't very great, as as all all around, just in the whole safety class. Mm-hmm. So, I have a couple. Uh, surprisingly, have a couple of honorable mentions. Collins' famous honorable mentions. Here we Number go. one, Sidney Brown from Illinois. Yep. Uh, he's 5'10", he's 23, ran a 4.47. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he had a, like a, what he, he had a very high vertical jump. I don't remember exactly what it was, but Sidney Brown is a very athletic safety. Um, and there's one more, two, actually two more. Uh, so Brandon Joseph out of Notre Dame. I don't, I think if he would have come out last year, I think he would have been a day two guy whenever he was, um, oh, I don't remember where he played. He may have been at Cincinnati. Could be wrong on that. Um, but he went to Notre Dame, and he kind of had an off year, so he kind of fell down the boards down like the fourth or fifth round. I think he, if you know he can have a little bit of resurgence in the NFL. Uh, and then this one, surprisingly, I'm probably gonna butcher this name, but Marty Mapu, who from Sacramento State, he is 20, 23. He's six three, two sixteen. Um. Some teams are saying that he might be more like a linebacker than a safety, but just a very versatile guy that could be pretty good. Is Scott Fit the worst GM at keeping secrets? I think so. That man's got a loud mouth. Let's discuss in Panthers Corner. Is Scott Fit the worst GM at keeping secrets? (laughs) I mean... Dude, I mean it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. It's, it's pretty brutal. My man just needs to like years. not talk. Just be like, look, can you come do a radio show? Yeah, after the draft. He's <laughs> like Tom Holland with the with the script in his hand. He's gonna he's gonna say something he shouldn't. So Scott Fit got on WFNC um, and said this. Uh, the quote is, all the guys did really well, but Bryce in particular did a great job when we sat down at dinner. Every time we talked to him, it's like talking to a 40-year-old man. The other three guys were all on par with that as well, but Bryce in particular was really strong. Now, if he just said all the QBs were on par with when we went to dinner, we're all great to talk to, blah, blah. Yep. This would really mean nothing. Yep. But you name drop Bryce Young twice. Yeah. And this whole this whole this whole quote that you said was just about Bryce Young. So you're like, yeah, Bryce is literally here and the other three, yeah, they're good, but they're like here. That's that's pretty much what that what how I'm looking at that apparently yep. to me. I, I would agree. Yeah. I think I don't know. You, you may have it. Do you have another thing from what he said on WFNZ in here? No. Okay, so I could be wrong. I'm looking for it as we speak. But I believe he also name-dropped one Mr. Anthony Richardson during the interview as well. And he didn't mention the other two. During the interview or during the... During the interview. On God. this WFNZ? Oh, is, so from same guys, the four-man rush, Scott... Scott Fitz said a lot of positive things about Anthony Richardson on WFNZ and mentioned that his lack of reps and, and experience has things to consider in that evaluation. Yep. It makes so, sense. Yep. I, I think it is probably down to those two guys. Um, yep. Until I just, you're proven wrong. Yeah, until, until hopefully they release something that shows our draft board by accident. Yeah, let's leak um, that sucker. Yeah, why not? Um I'd leak it like five minutes before the draft. <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to but, show you guys um, this list right here. So apparently Bryce Young opened up about his conversation with the Teppers, or just the Panthers, I should say, because I'm sure everybody was there. But uh, so this is what was said. It was it was a lot of getting to know each other. Young recalled of this of his meeting with Carolina, which included Panthers owner David Tepper. 
I really do appreciate the dedication to everything with Mr. Tepper, him being so involved that just shows how much he cares about the team. And you can tell that 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 radiates through the entire coaching staff. They're extremely invested in everything. I've been able to talk to them and they have, they have a very clear plan on what they want for the future and what they've been building and what they've been doing. And they've been doing that for a while now, excuse me. Uh, Just being able to sit with him and everyone else that was a part of the dinner, it was a great opportunity for me and a great experience. Even personally, I learned a lot from just hearing from their philosophies on and off the field. So it was a great experience for me. Uh, What do you get from that? I mean, I think it's just that that, uh, prospect talk. I do find it interesting that he brought up something about them having a very clear plan. Like, I know you're going to talk about it, but I wonder how in depth they went with what the plan is with him. Because if it's one, if they like, you know, told the dude the plan, we know what that means. I would be interested to see if anybody, if any other like QB prospect does an interview about the Panthers and they bring up the plan. That's when you would know if something's, you know, been said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of agree with you though. I think it is just a prospect talk. Um, so, and last but not least, on Panthers corner. Um, oh God, I'm not gonna be able to read that. Hold I on. can read it. I can read it. Oh, okay. So this is about the fitter, the fitter. Uh, Dan Morgan. Dan Morgan and Sanders. Sean Sanders, that name. I think uh, so. Yeah. Sean. I don't. It's something Sanders. I apologize. He is the uh, what the college scout director. He's a scouting director. Nailed that. This is the from the press conference on Friday. So Fitterer says they're finishing the board this week with college scouts meeting with the coaches later this week. Still going through the process on number one. So hold on. With that, if yep. we can, I want to go to every point and kind of yep, break it I down if we can. Understand. They actually said that they had over fifteen hundred. Yep. scouts written down so they they've been doing some work mm-hmm. um so and they, narr- they, they said what they, they said it's down narrowed to. down oops, sorry they said it's narrowed down to somewhere around the 370 range i think yeah i think yeah that brings about i was gonna say 300 something so yeah i agree that yep uh second bullet point fitter said they didn't they didn't say anything to bryce young to cause him to cancel visits i can i think you take that with a grain of salt in my opinion, because if what that if what we just talked about, if they did tell oh, him yeah. the plan, yeah. and then if that plan was like the plan, then they could have been like, you don't, they, could, they could be like, you don't have to go on the rest of your visit if you don't want to. It's up to you. And you saw that thing floating around about, you know, who was in Charlotte whenever uh, CJ and uh, Will Levis were doing their stuff, right? Talking about Bryce. Yep. Yeah, I seen that. That was interesting. If that's true, I mean, you know how dis kind of disrespectful it would be though for him to be in Charlotte while dude, you're you hosting the two. Fire. Heavy fire. Like imagine like CJ and Bryce are walking through somewhere and Bryce is sitting somewhere with his feet kicked up. He's like, "What's up, boys?" You're like, "Wait a minute." You had nah. your visit a while ago, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Panthers GM Scott Fitter said all four QBs still in play for the number one pick. Panthers don't want to rule anything out. That's cap. That's cap. cap. 100% cap. That's GM talk. That's the stuff he needs to be saying, not Bryce Young was the greatest person we've ever talked to. They are definitely (laughs) down. That's a lie. It's it's down to two people. They're they're either down to two or they're about to squeak down to two. They may be at three. But in the next day or two, they're gonna be squeaked down to two. They may already be down to one. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna talk about that. We'll talk about that. Through this next point, uh, Scott Fitter. I'll oh, read that wrong. Never mind. Scott Fitter. I'd hate being at number nine right now, trying to figure this out. Uh, if we were at number nine right now, I think that the conversation would probably be sitting around Will Levis. Yeah. Sadly. Or, or we'd be sitting there buying into that uh, C.J. Shroud tank train that's going on right now. I mean, I mean, CJ Stroud's getting. Yeah, I don't. Look, I don't know what. I don't know what's. I don't get it though. That's the thing. It's like they went from CJ being number one, number one, number one, 
to as soon as Las Vegas swapped the odds and went Bryce, yes. they just took and everybody just started dumping on C.J. Stroud. And I don't get it. I think it's stupid. C.J. Stroud don't, don't deserve none of it. I love C.J. Stroud. I hope he goes on to the NFL, and I hope he has great success wherever he goes, Unless he has a except Falcons. for when he plays us, and except for if he's a Falcon, Saint, or a Buccaneer. Yep. But, um, you know, it's crap, man. Like, come on, dude. He's done nothing. And you get to sit here and tell me that the Texans may be higher on Will Levis than C.J.? Well, that'd just be a Texans doing a Texan thing. Yep. I'm taking C.J. Stroud if he's on the board. I don't care. So that's that's crap. They're doing CJ wrong for that, to be honest with you. Yep. And then for the next point, uh, fitter on short QBs and balls getting batted down at the line. Says in Russell Wilson's final year at Wisconsin, he had three batted balls. And at Bryce's last year at Alabama, he only had two. And if I know it's just on the bullet point here, but if you listen to press conference, to me personally, it sounded like he got a little bit defensive. About oh, there was a couple times he got defensive yeah. about Bryce. I'm glad. Hundred percent. And there's a couple times on here where it talks about certain things that were said, and a lot of Bryce talk was talked about at this press conference. Um, if you're if you watch body language, if you pick up on maybe the way a person looks at something, or just the way their eyes or their facial features or whatever the way when something's being said. Yeah, it, it really seemed like like they were like you know, Bryce is short, and he's like, I mean. You know, well, Russell Wilson had three. I mean, this guy had two. I mean, what's the issue? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it. This is why all the signs are pointing towards Bryce Young. Yeah. So, and I know uh, this is why I'm going to say it. That tweet that I sent earlier, where it was like, "If this is fake, dude, holy crap!" I'm going to take everything back. He's selling it great because he's selling this sucker. Um, Let's see. Fitters also. to speak on the bat, sorry, excuse me. To speak on the batted balls, Baker's taller than Russ and Bryce, and he had like seven or eight by week six, right? Yeah, and yeah. wasn't the league leader like Josh Allen? Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. Six, four, six, five, something like that. Yeah, so just because you're short doesn't mean that you can't throw over the line. I mean, that's not what that means. PJ Walker could do it. TJ Walker could do it. So it's, I don't know, man. It's like yeah. these Bryce haters just try to nitpick stuff. Yes. But it's like, what you're nitpicking doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so Fitterer says, if there's a disagreement, Frank and I will make that decision. But he also says he doesn't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think that, I think they both really like, probably, they probably really like the future of Anthony Richardson but they like the the present of Bryce Young so it's really going to be either way they're going to sit down just probably just them to they're going to have a big meeting with everybody but just them two will probably have one of them late night both of you got a scotch and we're sitting here just drinking and talking football and it's like we have to figure this out right now and it's honestly it wouldn't surprise me if they don't figure it out like Wednesday night Thursday morning at like yep. 6 a.m. They're sitting in there like, that's oh, yeah. I, I promise you, as soon as it happens, someone will be like, it's Bryce. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to skip down to this to another point and come back up. Because that's fine. I think this has to do with it. So Fitter had said he, w- he won't ask Frank Wright for his pick until later to not cloud the process. He still hasn't, but Fitter said they recently shared a laugh because it's becoming clear for us. So, as we just said, you know, if they haven't talked about it, they're probably not going to talk about it. But they probably are sitting in the room, and they're probably looking at each other. They probably have that look whenever a guy walks in, and they're like, mm. that's the, they're probably and, and if that's the guy. And I'm going to tell you, because Tepper, uh, uh, Scott, Frank and whoever else was at that meeting with Bryce Young. If you just watched the Bryce Young pivot interview came out, and when you listen to the way Bryce Young just just holds himself to such a high standard, it's it's hard for you not to fall in love with who Bryce Young the, the man is, not the football player. Yep. The man. That dude is that dude is such a well spoken, well mannered. His parents seem to be awesome. Yep. So He'll be good for Carolina. 
definitely. Absolutely. Uh, and then next point, so Fitter said Bryce Young's core body has gotten bigger, says it's something you can control. Uh, and I'm going to go down to the next point before we say anything about that. Fitter says Matt Corral is ready to compete this offseason. He's 220 pounds. Fitter has spoken to his agent, and he says nothing is promised to the QBs. It's about what is earned. So basically talking about how Bryce Young, I don't know if it's on here. It probably is on here, but whatever. I'll bring it up anyways. Basically, Fitter also got pretty defensive when they talked about Bryce Young's weight and basically brought up how Russell Wilson came in at 205, and now he's 220. And it's just over time, he can gain weight. And whenever we get him into a nutrition program, we can get him to gain weight. And he's getting bigger in the lower body because they don't like to tighten up on their upper body. Uh, and then, like with Matt Corral, again, 220. Another guy who was a little bit smaller, and now he's bulked up. I, again, I don't really... I know he said it's about what it's earned. That's cap. There ain't no way... I'm going to tell you right now, there is literally no way if you pick Bryce Young or CJ Shroud or Anthony Richardson, and even though I hate Will Levis, Will Levis, that you're going to start Matt Corral over him. There's, okay. I don't care. It's not happening. Okay. If I couldn't fall any more in love with Bryce Young, somebody just sent in a group chat a video of somebody interviewing Bryce Young and asked you, they said, so let's say you do go to Carolina. They said, obviously, the last Panther QB, the great Panther QB they had was Cam Newton, and he just released a list of people he'd like. He wouldn't mind backing up, and you were on that list. How do you feel about that? And Bryce said it would. It's surreal that that's even a sentence that that can be said. He said he, he respects Cam. He loves the way he played. There's so much he would he could learn from Cam. He uh, Cam was one of his role models growing up. So it did. You know me. I'm I'm a huge Cam fan, and you know, dude. Like, I knew we got Andy Dalton, so it's not going to happen, but a, a dream would have Cam Newton sit behind Bryce Young teaching that man. Just not just football, but just like Charlotte, just the area learning, yep. you know, how to how to make Charlotte fall in love with him. Not like that Bryce can't do it himself, because I'm sure this man is going to have Charlotte fall. Yep. Charlotte's going to be in, his, in the palm of his hand by the end of this season. Mm-hmm. I 100% promise you that. But, yep. dude. I mean, uh, let's see. What else? What else? I'm not talked on. Let's see. Oh, Fitterer. It's not like we're expecting this QB to come in and immediately make everything happen. We're not going to ask him to do anything he can't do. Smart. Which yes. could also mean even if you take Bryce at one, Andy Dalton may start four or five weeks. That's yep. okay. Yep. That is okay. And Andy it leaves Dalton, the door open for AR. Exactly. And it, yeah, and it leaves or it open Willis for AR. Anybody? Really? Oh my God! Do not say that. Um. Well, I, I was gonna say CJ too. That's that was more so my point. Cause like CJ or Bryce, if you're not gonna anyway, fitter on areas of need after QB. Always need a pass rusher. Been saying that. Also says they can look for an O line depth. Sweet. Yep. Another receiver. What? Yep. Linebacker. What? No team is ever complete. Could always had. Uh, fitter says as of right now, I do not see us trading out of the number one pick. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Unless you get a King's Ransom, you don't move. Yeah. Houston would have to literally send us like two and twelve. That would that two and twelve would probably get Scott to not hang the phone up. Yeah, you have to you have to get two and twelve. Like even the next year first, they'd be they'd probably be like, Hey, we'll send you number two and the next year first they'd be like, Nah, we're we're chilling, man. Yeah, it's nah, but be- if you're but if you're like, Hey man, look, we'll send you two and twelve, uh a second this year, second yeah, next year. And you you'd have to yeah two and twelve to to have the conversation. Anything less than that, man, you talk to somebody else. Um, yep. If you wanted to comment on the other thing, you can too about the needs other than quarterback. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, the only thing here, so pass rusher, I'm surprised we haven't picked up free agency edge rusher yet. In my opinion, there's still a couple yep. guys I'd like to see. Leonard Floyd would be great. He's already been in the the Evero defense, so I'd love to see that. Um. And then um, corner was also missing from this, which it, which intrigues me. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. I wonder if if they're really going to test Keith Taylor and CJ Henderson again, and then if you know it's just one oh, of those you know where... what it, well, you know what it could be because you know we signed Eric Rowe, remember? Because but he played whenever he was in New England, he played corner, and we went to yeah, Miami, he went to safety. So I wonder if, and this pure conspiracy, I don't know. But if you know anything about Evero's defense, it's all centered around you having a good secondary. 
if yeah. you don't have a good secondary, you're going to get cooked. So that's why we signed so many safeties, because you need all these dudes that can do everything. They can tackle. They can do zone coverage. They can do man coverage. They can do anything you want them to do. You have to have a good secondary to make this defense work. So yeah. we got to get it covered. I don't care what you do, get it covered. So here are some local visits. Uh, wide receiver Grant Dubose from Charlotte. He's, uh, I think it's a wide receiver. Yeah, he's a wide receiver. Okay, yeah. Um, O-line, now I'm probably going to butcher some of these names. Um, right. O-lineman Nick Saldivari, Daviri, an old Dominion, so he's local. Yeah, he's a, uh, I think he was a left tackle too. Yeah. Or right tackle, one and two, I don't know. Offensive guard Chandler Zavila. Zavala. Z- Zavala, sorry, NC State. Um, played right beside Akeem. So, of course, Icky was definitely happy about that. I know he yep. posted on his story. I want to put some context around this as well. If you want to know how good these two were, we had a bum OC. Okay. Tim Beck. NC State did. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. He Okay. Tim Beck had one good year. All right. But this year, let's say we ran it. every Out of every 10 times we ran the ball, we run more than that, but whatever. Nine times out of the ten, we ran to the left behind a Kim Wu and Chandler Zavala. Nine times out of ten. Now, again, that's pretty stupid. But either way, that shows how good they were, that we still were pretty productive when we did it. Also gives a little bit of, you know, extra credit to a Kim because homie was an All-American when everybody knew that we were going to run to the left. Sorry, had to get that out because shout out NC State. Yeah, as you can tell, big NC State fan here. Um, and then we have two Zoom visits that I know of. Uh, offensive tackle Jalen Duncan from Maryland. Uh, he's the only tackle that I know that we've talked to. And then, um, well, no. That's a Ronnie guy. Yeah. And then, uh, I think Anthony Bradford, wasn't he from LSU? Yeah, but he's like a... He's like a tweener kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we also talked to on Zoom uh, Edge, Derek Hall from Auburn. Uh, I was pretty happy Shout about out. that. So uh, Derek Hall would be nice. He's, he's going to be a day two prospect. So it'll be, you know, maybe at 39 or 93 if we get him. That'd be awesome, but I doubt it. Anyway, uh, let's start out with the uh, – let's do the defense first, actually. So we have talked to four – okay, three edges – B.J. Ojolari from LSU, E.Q. Leota, E.Q. Leota, sorry, from Auburn, that's an edge, and then edge Byron Young from Tennessee. There are two Byron Youngs in defense in the SEC that are edges. One goes to Tennessee, the other goes to Alabama. That kills me to try to keep up with that because that is insanely aggravating. Um and then Nick Herberg got And then, the yeah, Nick Herberg is like the edge slash linebacker because from yep. what I've seen on Twitter when I did this. So he's from Wisconsin. Linebacker Bumper Pool from Arkansas. That is a fire name. That is a fire name. Um, and then linebacker, linebacker Dane Henley from Washington State. And then, uh, like I said, I these names are probably going to be wrong. It's okay. I will learn exactly. them when they become Panthers. Yep. Um, and then cornerback Joey Porter Jr. That's an interesting. That yeah. was that one was interesting. If he falls, if he falls at thirty nine, he'll be he'll be a Panther. He'll be a Panther. And there's no shot you don't take him. I yep. would. Take him. I he's arguably the he's arguably the best cornerback in the in the draft. Yep. I don't care who they're. Um, well, I say that. I most people I'm picking Joey Porter over them. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, what, and, and then. then what I was going to say here on defense, if you pay attention to where each guy is listed, notice how we're bringing in like a day two guy, a day three guy. A lot of these like, guys were day twos. Like, like we're bringing in a lot of these dudes that are like spread out at each position. They're making sure they can pick BPA and still have guys towards the end that they like. Pretty smart. Sorry, yep. I had to get that out. Because they may do a, a trade up, you know, in the sixth, seventh round, let's say. They really like Nick Herbig, and fifth, sixth round, he's sitting there. They may trade a, ne- trade a next year's six to jump up and go get him. Why not? Go get yep. your guy. You want him, go get him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now offense. You know the four QBs, AR, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis. Boom, 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 boom. Um, running back, Zach Evans from Ole Miss. Running back, Ken, Kendra Miller I think so. from TCU. Yeah. Yep. Uh, wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. Uh, wide receiver, Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss. Wide receiver, Charlie Jones from Purdue. Wide receiver, Xavier Gibson from Stephen F. Austin. Wide receiver, Darius Davis from TCU. Uh, Those are your receivers. Tight end-wise, both of these were great for me. Sam Laporta from Iowa. And Darnell Washington from Georgia. I was so happy when I seen that come across my phone. That Darnell Washington was in Charlotte. Um, So, at 39, if he's there. Good possibility. That's the pick. Yep. Um, I hope I'll uh, do. Offensive lineman that. Anthony Bradford from LSU, and then often interior offensive lineman. So I'm guessing guard and or center Steve yeah, Avila a, from TCU. Yeah, he's a guard. I think he's a left guard as well. A lot of left guards. A lot of left guards coming in. Uh, think they're. You know, obviously, there's a there's, we had to get some depth there since we lost both our starting guards to season-ending, technically, injuries. If it would have happened early in the season, it would have been out the entire season. But because it happened at the end of the season, they should be ready before. Well, I think Brady Christensen should be ready before games start. I don't know about Austin Corbett because he didn't tear his ACL. So I don't know if he's going to be ready before the season. But he'll be he's, ready during the season. He's with the team working out and stuff, so that's that's a good sign in my opinion. Yep. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, gotta so. make sure you have depth there, especially for any quarterback you pick. Make sure you protect them. Learn your lesson for once. Yes, and I for think once. this team kind of has because what they did was when we had the guy who should not be named. He actually. That's one thing I will say. He, he actually did. He he did build an all good offensive line at least. Yep. He did. He did kind of have a good roster. He just. It just he messed up. He, the he would get the position. roster, and then he didn't know what to do with it. Yep. Was the issue. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 you know. So that's one thing I can say. Thank you for that. That's that's the only thing I'd ever thank him for. Mm-hmm. Um. So thanks for giving us the pieces. Now Frank Wright, the pieces are there. Get your QB, which you're about to do. And let's run this. Let's run this table, let's baby. In, NFC South is wide open. I would argue the NFC is wide open. I think Panthers there's two or three guys. Up. There's two or three guys. Don't ever say that again. There are two <laughs> or three guys that uh, – two or three teams that I would – NFC-wise, I would say uh, we should watch out for probably Eagles, Dallas – Eagles, Dallas, and you know, I guess, I guess I, oh yeah, I know I forget somebody. 49ers. I think you could argue the Giants. The Giants may be yeah. decent. Who? So, so there's there's about four or five teams. I'm sorry, um, yep. but yeah. So we we All right, so got the Carolina 23-7 pre-draft fast standard boom. Okay, you can see all this. Yep. All right, cool. All right, so. Yeah, could start up there. By the way, all right. No, that is a that's awful, stupid. All right, so we're gonna go with the favorite. So we're gonna go with Bryce Young. We're not gonna do no trades. I'm sure this is. Oh, dude, I think it's laggy. Oh, dude, I thought Bayon Robinson was about to fall. Okay, now this is what I was gonna talk about during the safety rankings, right? No, we're not doing that. Get out. Not trading with the Saints. I don't care how good it is. Uh. Now, this is okay. Now, number one, there's mm. a lot of dudes here, but Brian Branch. So, as we said before, secondary is very, very valuable in this scheme, right? What are the chances if a Brian Branch falls? I'm not saying we're going to pick him, but what are the chances that they would pick him? God, dude, my top five, my entire top five fell. Honestly, I would not be surprised if. The Panthers at 39. If he somehow fell, which he's not, if they picked him, not even doing it. Because it's so important. We're not going to do it, but yeah, he's insane. Yeah, I feel like so. He's insane. 
Like, I'd love to do Brian Branch, but I feel like, let, should we pretend like he's not there? Because yeah, he's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Brian Branch is not there. So, let's talk about something else. Edge. He brought up Edge and he brought up linebacker. Uh, I'm surprised Jack Campbell wasn't. That's what I meant to say, too. There's a couple people I'm surprised haven't been brought in for Carolina. Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders, and Josh Downs are three people I'm surprised have not been brought in to talk with Carolina. Yeah. And Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt was interesting. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So, what do you want to do, Edge? So who was the? Who was the? What were the tight ends looking like again? Tight ends. Was, was it? Oh, so Laporta's on there. Yeah. Because, okay. I'm looking at who we have at our top thirty visit to. Yeah. I mean, I think you go Edge. I think you go BJ. I just want to see if you know. That's what I'm there. thinking. I mean, Ojalari's there. I mean, I think you kind of have to. Yeah. Dude, there's so many monsters. Hi, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, tell me that dude's about to. Oh my god, dude, Antonio Johnson. That dude fell like 40 picks. Now, Damn. yet another one where a guy that we brought in on top 30 visit is sitting right there at the top. I mean, we taking it so. Come on, Bears. Give me them picks, boy. Say, do we take that? I mean, I'm taking it. Yeah. We get a fifth I'm and a seventh to move back like five. So how many picks was that? Like ten, ten picks? picks? yeah. I don't care. Congrats. Give me my picks, boy. Oh, move back. What is that? One pick for sixth and a seventh? Big dog. That's in the Let's third go. round. The fourth round, Let's idiot. Go, dog. Hey, hey. What? That's the fourth round. We're in the third. Hey, did you see the, what the picks say? 103 to 104? Dude. That's one pick spot. Third round, pick 103. Fourth round, pick 104. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't realize that Brent. Okay, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think we take that, right? Hold on. Yeah, let's, let's see what else we got. Let's see if somebody else no. is stupid. No. no. Dude, Saints, go away. These are, yeah, these, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think for it. very, but I'm taking that. Okay. There we go. We take those. Alright, um Ooh. Tennessee Brian Young is here. We just took an edge. Come I'm on. a big Darius Rush guy. Big Darius Rush guy. Okay. Zach Evans is on the board. Zach Evans Nick Herbig is on the board. Yep. It's a fact. He is there. Zach is still on the board. Y'all. Is Zach Falls to one fourteen? We're yeah, going Zach, we're yeah, going we're Zach yeah, we're just an it. FYI. Yeah, we're big enough. Um so let's see here. Yeah, linebacker gets rough. So bumper pool's gonna fall. Yep. Pretty far if you want to wait. Yeah. I'm. Um, I mean, I'm. Dude, I'm saying Darius Rush. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I just unless you like, unless here. you like, like Corey Trice or something. Where's Where's Tennessee's? You look at wide receiver. Did he go already? Oh, Byron Young, Tennessee. He's an edge. Oh. Yeah, come on, Marvin Mims, Tank Dale still on the board. I'm gonna be real. I, and this is where we have some discussion here. Do you think what's a bigger need, a receiver or a corner? In a my corner, opinion, it's a, corner. a corner. Yeah, and I think you go get. I think go you, get yeah, back. I think it's between these two. Yeah, I, I go with the. I, I would probably go Darius. Yep, get that connection back with. Um, I'm, d- I'm down with that. There oh yeah, are. easy, easy. Get out of here, bro. We're not trading with you, Saints. Get out. God. Mm. Not moving me. Nope. Nah. Okay. I would have been the man, Koontz. Get that Koontz in here. Dog. So, Jesus Christ. Golly. We're playing like draft day right now, dog. Yeah, this is getting ridiculous. Okay, yeah, no more trades after this. Mm, we linebacker. Have okay, Nick's Nick still Herb, on the board. Nick, you know what? Get some linebacker depth. That could be that. You remember Frankie Louvu plays inside linebacker and he can blitz, right? Maybe yeah. Nick Herberg is kind of that dude where Louvu maybe gets a breather, 
you bring in Nick and he can do somewhat of the same thing. Not saying the same player, but you know, close enough. Yeah, I'll do it. Yep, we building a dream team right here, dog. Good lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. A sixth, a seventh, a next year fourth, and a next year sixth to move up to the fifth round. You're insane. These are all so terrible. It's not even yeah. good. Oh, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. So we brought in Keandre Miller, right? Yep. Yeah. So okay, let's let's think of him. I guess I can do that. What am I thinking? Look at guard, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, did we bring in? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I think. Did we bring in? We brought in Charlie Jones. Jones. That Andrew. We that in Andrew Grant. has a dog. Darius Davis. In Darius Davis. That's about it. Tackle wise, that is a terrible tackle board. I mean, that's bad. Oh, did that? That's a sweet name, Sydney City. So, what a dog. Uh, not moving me. I'm gonna go ahead and put bumper here. I like how you can defend the pick. You want to say like? Uh, I like Kobe Turner. I'll put I do like Honestly, running back might be the pick here. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean Keandre Miller. You need a fourth back at least. Yeah, because this isn't. Yeah, Wide receiver's not moving that. me. Yep. Yeah, not right now at least. Not at the moment. Nope. So I'm good with that. And then we're back right on the board. We're getting back to being realistic. So. That's what I'm talking about. You gotta, you gotta move it to all. Oh. So this is what's on the board. It's at like Charlie Jones. Is Charlie's the, the only one that's really worth that pick. I, you could argue Kobe Turner also, but let me look up Charlie Jones. How big is this dude? Charlie Jones. So he's six foot. Man, this dude! Holy crap! Is he nice? He had a thou. He had one. He had 110 receptions for 1,361 yards, 12 TDs. And it's sick, and a sick, and his longest was a sixty-yard catch. So you think he, we roll with Charlie? Oh, that man balled on Michigan. Now he, you know, didn't win, but yeah, I go Charlie. I mean, why not? <laughs> so what do we got? So we got a quarterback, edge, CB, tight end, linebacker, running back, wide receiver. But so you can see it up here too. If that's what you were looking at. Yeah, I totally did not see that. Uh, no. I mean, real life, I'm taking that. Do we take it or reject it? I mean, it? screw it. I mean, dog, we, we already doing it. Let's just go for it. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Dude, Jesus Christ, dude. I'll look at the Packers. Trying to move up to get somebody. Probably screw you, Cody. <laughs> um, okay, so, Kobe Turner like fell. This is the thing. is We're going to have kind of close picks. I think. See, we got 210, yeah, so it's a little bit farther back. Yeah. Uh, okay. The question is, do like, because we've signed so many defensive linemen to play yeah. in that 3 4, do they even do it? Like, what does a corner look like? Oh, now that that one guy right there, Bryce, for I don't think we draft two receivers, but that dude's somebody to watch out for, for that Bryce guy. Ah, oh, dude, it's just like, you kind of, I would kind of like to add two corners just for that depth. But it's like, I just don't think... Oh, interior offensive line. Oh, tell me, tell me. Somebody's got to be here. Dude, wow. Wow. Are you kidding? <laughs> the boys went fast. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Hey, yo, Chattanooga. Shout out to you guys getting a first-round pick last year. <clears throat> Check... I mean, maybe we need to check tackle, see if somebody's there that maybe... Golly. <laughs> Jackson Kirkland. Jackson Kirkland's about the only one. He's going to fall. Though. We can wait on Jackson, I think. Wait, yeah. So. Oh, man. man that's, I mean, that's sad. That's pretty rough. That's, that's sad. Uh, maybe, I mean, do you double up, do you double dip a linebacker, go pace? 
Do you take pace or do you wait and take bumper? Right. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, just go Kobe, I guess. Right. I mean, that's like the, the only person I can justify right now would yeah, be going to Kobe we, because we best have BPA. A, BPA yeah. might as well get some young guys. At least, at least out. some guy that can back up. Uh, Derek. Somebody can be a future guy instead of a one-year, two-year rental. You want to take YG in spot? You need to keep looking at Edge. Kobe Turner's going to be taking his spot. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, we brought in, uh, did we bring in that guy? Yeah. 311. Golly, boy, that man getting disrespected. Yeah. That's pretty rough. Golly, can you imagine being 500 on this sucker? <laughs> <laughs> Where the Texas oh, dude, I, I thought he, I genuinely, did you say commerce? That's commerce. 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 <laughs> oh no. Oh, that was rough. That was rough <laughs> right there. Uh are you fun? Wingate? I oh, mean uh, Trading. Trading's nice. How many picks we got left? Three. They've all been everything here's been traded, look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you go like do you go? We don't have another all. safety, so click it's on like, all. Click on all. Hey, dog, I ain't gonna lie. Let me tell I mean, you. You could, this. you could, you could double dip it, Bryce. Let me, let me look at Bryce because I heard look somebody at, talking about him guy. yesterday. We could, call it, we, could, we could call this guy Juice Box. <laughs> That'd be fire. Grant DeBoost is also on here. Just FYI. Who? Oh yeah, yes. Oh, so this this Bryce guy, right? If I'm not mistaken, oh, oh my goodness. Okay, from North Carolina, right? Went mm -hmm. to West Virginia. How tall you? How, I'm going to tell you this dude's speed. All right, he ran a 4.38. Had a 41-inch vertical jump. How tall you think this man is? I got no idea. All right, so you guess. You think he's short or tall? Oh, dude, perfect. 6'4". He's a 6'4 <laughs> receiver that had a 41-inch fur and ran a 4'3'8", dog. That man's a dog. That man is a dog. Purely developmental guy. Bring him in, see what happens. I mean, that sounds nice to me. Grant DuPose. This guy entered the transfer portal first before he hit the draft. I wanted him at NC State before it happened. Yeah, I'm he's, looking. I was looking at his stats while you was talking to that. Yeah, so he's 6'3", 200 pounds, had sixty four receptions for seven hundred ninety two yards, nine touchdowns. I'll leave the. I'm cool with either one. I'll leave the deciding factor up to you. He ran a four. How how fast was uh the guy from West, West Virginia? Virginia? Bryce. Four, he ran a four three eight. Ooh. Yeah. At six four. This is, I genuinely, I, if we, I, in, I think real life, in real yeah, life, I, I like think that. if we move back, I think Bryce Ford Wheaton might actually be the pick. Like, not even, like, pure on record. I think he might be the pick. If we had a pick, like, around here. Yeah. I it's all like potential. That. That. It's all potential. You get a big 6'4", dude, that's really fast. Okay. Sounds like the name of the game. Uh, now, do you want to go, you just want to go bumper in the... Kirkland or Kirkland in the bumper. I mean, you have to draft some form of offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah, might as well take Jackson. Yep. And then I think bumper will fall. So yeah, we'll just make it. Yeah, that's how <laughs> guys. This is completely realistic. We drafted so many dudes that came in the top thirty visits. Stetson Bennett to the freaking 49ers is actually scary. Dude, what a dog. That's actually scary. That yeah, that's that, that would be rough for us. Oh, dude, does Houston have the last pick in the draft? Oh, they're gonna have Mr. Irrelevant, just like their irrelevant franchise. That's crazy. Oh, okay. And they took a wide receiver, Ronnie Bell. Oh, that's actually, actually a actually fire like draft. Dude, that's so good. Oh, no way you're picking no, don't just put my bumper pool. Alright, so this is the uh here's our mock draft. What do you think, man? I mean I'm happy about it. I think we hit everything. If this happens in real life, I'm gonna be happy. Make us the genes if this happens in real life. Exactly, dog. So we went in a time machine. That's right. So we did good, man. Uh, all right, guys. Well, you know, um, we appreciate everybody that's, that joined in and 
is, is going to watch our video or listen to it on whatever, you know, podcast streaming you listen to. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we're, like I said, we're down a man tonight, but uh, we'll get back to it. Wednesday, we will have a discussion and come on real quick and drop a 32-team mock, well, a 31-pick mock draft because the Dolphins are bunch of bums. Idiots, bunch of bums. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully it'll be us three. If not, it'll just be me and CK. And then Thursday, we'll be back for the uh, the draft special, the first Ooh. annual. So we cannot wait for that, man. Um, Let's go. Super excited, super excited. So uh, yeah, just follow our show, our socials here down at the bottom. And uh, yeah, so until next time, guys. Thanks for joining. And uh, we shall see you guys on the next one.